Most cookware scratches easier than a record player, but not cookware's new A1 series with scratch defense. This is cookware that will not scratch ever, so you can cook more and worry less. Crafted with durable aerospace grade materials, hmm, cookware's nonstick is thicker and harder than ordinary cookware. In laboratory tests, it lasted 130 times longer and took over 350,000 heavy scrapes without ever scratching. With cookware this well made, the record will be the only thing scratching. This is Teachable Moments with April podcast. I am your host, April. If you're a returning listener, I appreciate you and welcome back. If you're a new listener, welcome and thank you. To everyone listening, remember, Teachable Moments are all around us. Enjoy. The question for this particular episode is, how much emphasis should be given to demonic deliverance in the Christian life? This is from GodQuestions.org, which is also GodQuestions Ministries. What is the answer to this that they gave us? There are two extremes in people's thinking about demons. One says that we call demons um, are nothing more than negative thoughts and behaviors that any human being is capable of. Those who hold this view believe that deliverance from a demon is brought about by the application of self-control. This view is usually accompanied by the discounting of anything supernatural. The other extreme says that any bad happening whatsoever is the work of demons. Those who hold this view often rebuke everything from the common cold to a drop in the stock market. The correct emphasis on demonic deliverance lies somewhere between these two extremes. Okay. Scripture is very clear that demons are real and that they interfere in human affairs. There are many accounts. I'm going to give you a few. Matthew 12:43, Mark 1:26, and Acts 8:7. Demons were very much at work in Bible times, and there is no reason to assume that demons are inactive now. 1 Peter 5.8 Well, if you have eyes to see, it's clear. It's clear. This is not in here, but that's just my interjection. Okay. So, however, among those who do believe demons are at work today, there are a variety of perspectives. I'm sure there are. Some tend to overemphasize the work of Satan, giving him more attention than he deserves. Our focus should be on the glory of God and his righteousness. Matthew 6, 33. Since the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. 1 John 4, 4. Now Satan and God are not equal or balanced opposites. In a yin-yang way, Satan is a created, finite being who possesses only the power God allows him to have. At Job 1, 9 and 10. Now Jesus cast out many demons during his earthly ministry. I'm thinking that's common knowledge. And the early church continued to address 
spiritual warfare after Jesus had ascended back to heaven. And there are several accounts. Acts 5.3, Acts 8.7, Ephesians 6.11 and 13, and 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 through 5. There is no evidence to suggest that Satan and his fallen angels have ceased to torment human beings. However, James 1 verses 13 through 15 makes it clear that much of our struggle against sin is due to our own fleshly desires, not a direct attack from Satan. Now, the Greek, they give a, deep, a Greek word that I can't say, and I'm not going to embarrass myself by saying it, but whatever that word is, it's pretty long. It translates to demon-possessed in the Gospels. This simply means demonized, okay? Demon-possessed, demonized. The word refers to more than just possession. Anyone under the influence of a demon can be considered demonized. Even a Christian can be demonized or suffer, as we talked about, demonic oppression. Demonic oppression. If he allows his thoughts, his actions, or attitudes to be influenced by what? Demons. Even Peter, one of the Lord's closest friends, allowed himself to be a mouthpiece for Satan when he tried to talk Jesus out of going to the cross. Ooh, that's found in Matthew 16, verses 21 through 23. Although the Christian has been purchased by the blood of Jesus, we find this at John 10, verses 28 and 29, and at Romans 5, 9, Satan can still wreak a great deal of havoc if he is allowed. He cannot steal the soul of a Christian or possess him, but he can render him fruitless and rob his life of joy and of victory. Now, Ephesians 6, uh, verses 10 through 17, instructs us in combating the forces of darkness. We are told to continually put on the full armor of God and stand firm. Although Satan and his forces are constantly at work to steal, kill, and destroy, found in John 10.10, God's armor allows his children to be victorious against the attacks. Often in situations when demonic oppression in a believer's life is overwhelming, it is due to that believer's sinful choices, found in 2 Corinthians 2.11. We are told to resist the devil, James 4.7. Be careful of him, 1 Peter 5.8, and not give him room in our lives, Ephesians 4.27. The most scriptural way of defeating demonic influence in a Christian's life is to follow Jesus' example when he was tempted himself by Satan. At Luke 4 verses 11 through 12, it recounts the conversation between Jesus and Satan. Although Jesus is God in the flesh, well, is actually God's son in the flesh, uh, he did not rely on his own wit or authority to rebuke his enemy. Every time Satan came against him, he replied, it is written. That is the best defense against demonic attack is the word of God. Found in Ephesians 6, 17. Make no mistake, Christians are in a spiritual battle and we need to be aware of the spiritual realities around us. 
but our focus should not be on the demons. Our eyes are to be fixed on Jehovah God and Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, found in Hebrews 12, 2. And that's where the victory is. Dear Lord, I pray that your spirit would move in the body of believers and non-believers. Make us people of prayer in these days. Lord, may we be on our knees at home praying for your will to be done. May we be praying in our workplaces and in our leisure. We'd be praying for our neighbors, our families, and our kids. Lord, put an urgency in our hearts for prayer. For prayer isn't the preparation for the battle. Prayer is the battle. In Jesus' name, amen. You were just listening to Teachable Moments with April Podcasts. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. I also encourage you to become a paid subscriber in order to gain access to subscriber-only exclusive episodes and content. As always, be well and stay blessed. Until next time.